I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst The trailer looking at Billy Bones A pound old West Ham United We celebrate our victories We stick together in defeat Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast! My name is George. I'm here with Sean. Hello, Sean. Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon, George. Uh, by the way, it's not episode eight. I didn't change that on the running order. Season six, episode nine? Could be ten, actually. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I lost count. I wasn't here for the last one. No. no welcome back. Doing... And I'm here with John. Hello, John. Hello. Welcome back. Thanks. Good to see you. Welcome what, back. What were you doing? Welcome back. Well, 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 well. I was sulking. We didn't say that, actually. Well, but that's the truth. We said you were doing a Jack Wilshire gram. No, I, I just had watched us lose 2-0 to Everton, so I wasn't in the mood to uh, talk about it even more. Yeah. You want to lighten up. Yeah, yeah well. More to life than football, mate. You would have thought you'd have got used to this by well, now. Well, this is a football podcast. So oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to be right. There's nothing more than football. You're yeah, right. but no, there is nothing more than football, but you'd have thought you'd be used to it by now. So Yeah. Anyway. Let's talk about a 1-1 draw against Stoke. Get in. Oh, get in. I'm surprised you didn't miss this one as well, to be honest. Oh, well, I went to How, how game, much sorry. do you want to talk about dirty, dirty Stoke? They were dirty. They were laying in all that. And every time they got touched, they were rolling about. But there you go. What question did I ask before this question. game? Question. You asked us, which of, our, which of their players do you dislike? Yeah, I was asked this question by a, a Stoke I blog. And what did you two say? I said Charlie Adam. I said Walters, Arnautovic, Shawcross. Yeah, and, w- and then what did you say at the end? Come to think of it, I've Nate Stoke. <laughs> that is exactly <laughs> what you <laughs> said. Because I just reeled off a list of players <laughs> that we disliked. Yeah. Dirty, dirty Stoke. I was, they Stoke were, is the Potters. They were singing Swing Low for a while, which is quite true. They are like a rugby team. Apparently here. they un- outsung us, people said. I mean, obviously... It's I didn't not hard, is it? It's not hard to outsing us there, is it? And also, um, they sung Is This a Library? They did sing that. Yeah, they did, they did. for a while. How embarrassing. Well, it is a bit like a library, really, isn't it? The whole place is it's embarrassing. Well, now, now, now they have uh, uh, evicted 114. Yes. yes. 
Anyway, let's talk about the game. Yeah, let's talk about the game. Uh, we had 58% possession. Stokies, as you've written them here, had 42%. <laughs> uh, we had nine shots, two on target. They had 12 shots, four on target. They deserved to win. I, I think they did deserve to win, and we were very lucky to go in. Get the draw. Go in. Well, they scored both, didn't they? Well, so... Own goal. Noreen, they've got... Um, yeah, his, Antonio's goal's gone down as an own goal, but it own goal. I think that's a bit, a bit harsh, harsh, really, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it was... Another Payet. Um, he's been anonymous, Sean, pretty much. Do you much. know what? Can I tell you something, right? And um, before we move on to his will I be here or won't I be here, which I haven't put on the running order, but I should have done. Um, he made the most chances in the Premier League on Saturday. Seven chances. Still the most chances to be made in the Premier League. He looks like he looks like a man who's feeling the weight of and being, he, being the one, being we're all the one person and, that and does he, anything. And he is top of the assist charts with, I think, five in the league he's, now. He's or is it six? He's a sort of not last three games or whatever. He's been a shadow. But, of his but form, my so. point is, he's still performing enough to be top of assists and the most chances in the Premier League. Doesn't he get something for that? Well, not when you look when you look at it in the hole. You can see you can look at um, statistics as much as you like, but when you sit and watch the whole game and watch his performance, you watch him running back to the ball quite slowly, and putting his hands up as if he doesn't want it. When mm, yeah, Noble I've seen that a few times. Noble do that. goes to give he it all, to him. Uh, everybody sort of tries to give him the ball, and sometimes he just puts his hand up and yeah, goes, "No, don't just, pass it to know, me. I'm knackered." It's yeah. It, it looks a bit. I mean, I'm not saying he's, you know, he's still even when he's after player, he's still. One of our best players, but he's not the player he was last season. But anyway, let's finish the game. Well, someone said, well, not someone said, Mark Hughes said, <laughs> um, the pitch was slow. I can't answer for that. I, I, I mean, didn't we play on it. We, we did look, We if you look at their performance against Chelsea, which was the, the West Ham of old, I would say, of last season. Of last season. <laughs> yeah, not of old. Of last season. Very similar to. If you look at that performance and look how we performed this Saturday, it looked like the pitch was made out of, I don't know, glue or something. It was so slow. What? Sidewards and backwards again. I talked to someone in the know that knows about pitches. A, a, a former groundsman. Who's that? A former groundsman who remained nameless, oh let's right. just say. And they said that... The, the pitch is the best technology. Uh, it's a Deso Grassmaster, as you probably know, which is the same one we used at the yeah, Premier League. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? It's the same one that they use at the Emirates and the same one they use at Wembley. That surprises me. It's however, the Emirates. However, it is the latest version of it and the latest technology has got better drainage. It was watered. All the com watering is computer-controlled at half-time and full-time. So there's no over-watering it or under-watering it. So... The person I spoke to has been a grandson for many years. Then, what a load of old pony, Mark Hughes saying that. It might be many things, but it ain't the pitch. The pitch is the best pitch, and it's in great condition. So that's why well I'm good. just passing on the message. But um, that's I know that's what Mark Hughes said. But that's good. Can't blame. That's good. I'm glad about that. Yeah. Good. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So they were first half. First half was... First half, they we were lucky to go in at 0-0, I think. Yeah, and to be honest with you, it was... You know, you you get there, you get through all the process of actually getting into the ground. Did you get patted down? Yeah. And you we got did. I did. 100% did. pat down? I, I, I didn't. I had, 
on the high, I've got to pat it down. That's 100% for me, isn't it? Yeah. To be fair, to be fair though, I've got a dodge back at the moment. I had a big unstrapped belt on, yeah. which has got a well, like a girdle. Yeah, with a, with a pad in the back of it. Yeah, like it, it's like a big fine pad, and I had it strapped round my back, and I got tapped down. Didn't question it. Yeah. So that could have been anything strapped round my back in the belt. Like a adult nappy or something. Or oh, it could have been. Yeah, could have been like an adult nappy. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's probably what, what he's thinking. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Yeah, because <laughs> there is a risk <laughs> of people. <laughs> There is a fist. Smuggling in. Oh, well, this bloke's got incontinence pants. I don't think I'm... How embarrassing. I won't bring this up. So, anyway, (laughs) having gone through the whole palaver of actually getting in the ground, and whichever way you try and get in or not get in. But getting in is all right. There wasn't a queue to get in, was there? No, there wasn't a queue to get in. Which way did you go, by the way? The way you can't get out, put in middle lane. Because we're... Right at the back of the ground, aren't we? The putting yeah, your yeah. lanes is our, our natural in, entry yeah, exit yeah. point, isn't it? Yeah. If you just want to go to the game, that's the place. Lots of police? was lots of police, yeah. Yeah? There Friendly? Was. Yeah, they were, to be fair. Police were quite, you know, quite chatty. Just the stadium staff that are rude. Yeah, yeah. so... Did it feel lonely without 114 next to you? Didn't notice it greatly. But, like I was saying, you, we got into the ground, you get there, the game starts, and you're all full of optimism and hope you're going to get a performance and then day minutes in it's I think quite should clear. We, should we talk about 114 now because it seems to naturally fit and then we'll do gaffer after. Yeah, all right. So what well, 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 are we going to discuss the game anymore and Adrian? Well, 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 well let's just talk about Adrian because that's the only shouldn't thing. Have, shouldn't have, uh, a- Adrian, that was a clanger. It was an Adrian clanger. I, mean, I think he should be dropped now. I I w- I could accept him being Randolph being given a run and seeing if he does any yep. better, but because that was that was sort of that's, there's no excuse for that. He he ran past three defenders to get well, to that ball. Like, yeah, yeah, he did. Well, you'll hear the gaffer say it's a game of mistakes, but obviously it was a very cheap goal and he cost us. Ginger nearly cost us two or three times, didn't he, in front of us in the first half, George? He did. Seen, you know, so. But I mean, it's probably unfair because. If if a midfielder or a striker makes a mistake, we miss a goal opportunity. If a goalkeeper makes a mistake or a defender makes a mistake, he costs us a goal. Often. Well, that's the that's the luck of a goalkeeper, isn't it? That's what well, they do. That's why they're slightly unhinged. But yeah, agreed. But there's a many other times you can say that he's won us points, oh, yeah, even he, this season. Yeah, he's, he's, he did. So it's a bit unfair just to point to one set and you go, you lost us two points. No, but he's done two or three this season already, hasn't he? I thought Fletcher looked decent when he came on. He, he was involved, wasn't he? Did he, 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 he was involved in the goal. He just strikes me as he offers more than everyone else that we've seen up there so far this season. And I, you know, I would be, you know, willing to let him have a run for two or three games yeah. like they've given Zaza. I mean, what's the score with him now? Is he coming up? Has he been renegotiated? Or well, we don't know until we get to January, but. Um I mean, who knows? Well, he didn't, get, he didn't see a lot. He didn't day, see did. a lot. I would, I'd prefer to give Fletcher a run. I mean, I'll be honest with you guys, right? I Go didn't on, watch Angel. the game. Thanks, guys. So you haven't I watched was the watching, game, I right? spent three hours watching a, a, a ballet concert my daughter was at, so I didn't watch the game at all. I watched four minutes of highlights from West Ham TV on the, on the website, and I watched Match of the Day, and that was it. You're a typical West Ham fan. You are. Typical yeah, I know. ballet recitals and things when yeah. you do <laughs> I know. <laughs> But I, I'm told I didn't miss much. No, you didn't really. It was a. But I saw, I saw the two goals. Obviously, the ref, the ref was so inconsistent. 
Joe Allen should have had like yellow cards more than one occasion. It was just so frustrating to watch. But all these things are more frustrating when you're having a run like we are. Yeah. Or where you have, where you think you're getting out of a run and then they return back to what they were before. Yeah. Which is all so who was your man? I'm going to ask you because I couldn't say. Who was your man of the match then? Who's your West Ham man? And Antonio. Antonio. He doesn't stop running the lad. He's worked so hard. George, if yeah, you were to ask for a different one. For a different one. Yeah. Um, struggling. Wow. Antonio. I think no Noble had an off game again. Yeah. I he heard that. People were saying Mo- Noble went on again and did a thing saying he was frustrating. People said, yeah, we're frustrated with you. You can't pass. He gave, he gave the ball away a couple of times quite. Yeah. He he was the, he was immense against Chelsea, but other than that, he's been very average this season, hasn't he? How he about has, Ayu? Ayu did nothing. His yeah. full hu- uh, home debut because... Obviously, he only got 35 minutes against Chelsea away, and and he's had two cameo appearances as a yeah, substitute. Well he, he didn't so. offer nothing, but you can excuse him because he's coming back from a long-term injury, so you can't judge him. But he didn't really offer much. Yeah, and uh, he's not a striker. And he's not a striker. Well, he can be. Well, that's debatable. We still haven't had a striker that scores. I could be a striker. Doesn't mean I'm a good one. Still haven't had six strikers. There was Pyatt, still one to score. That was very off colour. Um, yeah, there, there was no one performed. Sean was like Antonio. How about Cresswell? He, he didn't hear anything about him. No, he d- he he wasn't that good. To be fair, he was a bit iffy. So yeah, I was just it wasn't a good bad game. day in the office. It wasn't a good game. Lucky to get nothing away to see here. Nothing. Move on. Move on. Move on. So should we hear what the gaffer had to say, Sean? Sure, sure. Let's hear what the gaffer Slow, and as a neutral, I've got to be honest, I didn't particularly enjoy the game. Is it a good point for you? Well, well, a point is a point, and it's a fair result, but uh, we were looking for three points today. I agree with you that that it wasn't a good game of football, and no team had deserved to win. Uh, so it's a fair result at the end. Uh, our first half was flat, to be fair. We didn't start on our front foot. And uh, in the second half, we improved a lot. We changed a little bit. We, we put a couple of strikers and uh, we scored the goal. And then until they, they equalized, we played good. And we, uh, we created some good moments. We, we were sharp and good. But then, then we conceded, from our point of view, very, very cheap goal. And uh, it costed us... Uh, the result. Yeah. I mean, Adrian's got you out of trouble many times, hasn't yeah. he? He must be very annoyed about that yeah, mistake. Course. I mean, it was a mistake. The, it's a game of mistakes, and mistakes happen. So, uh, unfortunately, he made a mistake uh, because he misjudged the ball and the timing, uh, and they and they used it and they scored a the goal. So, from our point of view, we are disappointing. It was very cheap in a crucial moment of the game. You know, 15 minutes ago, you are one up. You are. We were playing good at that moment, uh, and we knew that they were going to throw the bodies up front and that's going to win the long balls and all that, but still a very cheap goal. You said the first half was flat. Can you put your finger on why that was? It was we looked sharp in training, we looked sharp and good and fit in the last few games, and uh, there was really no reason. The whole, whole week we 
looked really good. We didn't have a midweek game, uh, and uh, so it was just flat. Mark Hughes, has, Mark Hughes has just said that he he felt his his players said the pitch is very slow and it doesn't feel it helps a passing game that you want to play. Has he got a point there? Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe okay, but then but then uh, uh, we simply in the first half uh, we were using too many touches on the ball instead of playing one two we were playing with three or four touches which which. Which, the, which has nothing to do is the pitch slow or not slow. So we should, we, sh we should have passed the ball much quicker. Do you feel international break now, you might have some players back for the next game? Yeah, all right, but uh, we, we're going to have some players, maybe one, back for the next game. But uh, And overall, from the international break, from the last international break till this international break, we got seven points, so we done okay for October, in October. Uh, but we had uh, good enough team to play better today. There you go. That is what the gaffer had to say. What do you think, John? Uh, don't really care, George. No? <laughs> uh, let's talk about justice for one one four. Justice for the one one four. So we arrived. Uh, we were made aware before the game that the. Uh, what's the word for it? Segregation had been made larger. They were creating a new sterile zone, is what they're calling it. And uh, a ten-meter sterile zone. So we went into the ground and checked it out, and the block next to us, which is block one one four, half of it is missing. One hundred and fifty-nine season ticket holders were emailed. Uh, John and myself know one of the person with their family, Mez, who. Who got moved, and he he contacted me. Oh, was me. he Mez? Yeah, he got he got Mez moved. got moved. Yeah, he contacted me, and I put him in touch with the club because he was upset. He went, you know, my kids are really upset. We picked these seats at the Stratford Reservation Centre. We wanted to be right next to the away fans, and suddenly we've just been moved without any warning. Uh, email, no ringing up, no meeting, moved, and he was really upset. And I I um used my contacts in the club to put him in contact with. Uh, someone at the club called David Chaplin is dealing with it. Um, and um, Wasn't that the guy who signed the letters? I think he is, probably, yeah. Um, and, um, Good job you had that contact. <laughs> I, uh, I don't think anyone's happy, but you know they're saying, how can you do this? They've offered people I don't um, understand why they've done it. I don't understand, well, because I think at that point there... There is a natural distance between them and the way did, did, did you not listen to my Radio 5 on the Saturday I, I, morning? I can't listen to you anymore. <laughs> they, they have got I think you a said tunnel. There's a tunnel between them. Yeah, there's a, there's right. a, there's a gap. There's a physical gap. I understand, you couldn't right? get to each other. But what they've done is they've done scientific experiments to see how far you can throw a coin and then they've made the segregation. Have the they? Have yeah. they done that? Yes. I think that's an absolute nonsense. Because and I reckon I could still throw a coin from where I am. No, I'm making that up. But the segregation, oh, obviously, the segregation is much wider and it will be far more to difficult to, what end, to throw missiles well, now between the two If they're concerned sections. about that, then why don't they just put a line of stewards between well, how against are they the railing? Missiles? Because if people start throwing things, then you eject people. Well, no, it's harder to do than that because you go and look. They've made the, they've made they put netting as you can see. It's now a ten meter serial zone. They've made the top a lot higher. Was and, um, and really, really, and they've moved the away fans over as well. Another few. What was there? Well. Was eighty five Stoke fans were moved from their seats as well from the other side. Again, it's just it's 
wrong because what they've done, they've taken them from there and then they put them to the other side. Yeah, well, they've moved the them Trevor to block Brooklyn one two seven, and you know, one two seven was not where um, there was previous um, season ticket holders. Do you know what it was used for? Neutral fans. Where well, was where they put the Newham residents? Right. So why then? Didn't they, if they wanted to increase that, why didn't they just move all of those people next to them on the Trevor Brook and Lower into that seating and then move the away fans around? Because that's what they should do. The way the away fans are situated, I, I, they're yeah, in a the corner. I do they're agree half, with you. They're half looking at us and over You've got a really there. good point there. Why didn't they just move away fans further? Why did they have to? And I, I There is something more to this, John. And I think it's they think a lot of the one one four are troublemakers. In funny, in funny enough, and I'll talk about this later. I've been talking to a few people who received banning letters after uh, Chelsea, uh, and a lot of them have been in one one four. Were in one one four during the Chelsea game. That's crazy. But more of that later. But um, I mean, some people I hear didn't take up the offer. They've they've taken a full refund, by the way. Some can anyone some of the get that? Can anyone get that? Uh, no, not at present. But yeah, some of them are taking a full refund and decided not to carry on going. They don't want to go in one two seven. Uh, Mez is going to write an article which we're, we'll, we'll publish. He still feels very strongly about, it and his, his children are upset that um, you know they've had to move. Actually, I'll just I'll just say something about Sir Trev Brook in Lower, and hopefully. George will back me up. It's quite a good view from there. Yeah, it was good. Um, you know, it's like our old view we have from Trevor Brook in Lower. It reminded me of it a bit, didn't you? Well, yeah, it was behind the goal and to the right of the goal. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. Which is what 127 <laughs> is, by the way. 127, actually, is where we used to be at the old bowling ground. Yeah, but so what they did, they put them all there and then they sent in, they sent in police, they sent in these guys in the yellow... Yellow baseball the caps. Snatch squads. Well, they sat. They were just big lads with baseball caps on. They and it looked like it was going to be grief. It looked like it was trouble going. Well, on. the rumor obviously was, and this started on KUMB. So what they first said was that that a text had gone out looking for cage fighters. We wanted ten lads, cage fighters. Ten good lads. Ten good lads, cage fighters. And uh, I spoke to the club and the stadium operators who denied it and said there are no requirements. Uh, beyond having an SIA license and and the normal training, so they sort of denied that they'd asked for for cage fighters. Well, these were new, whatever they but were. But these guys broke the government guidelines. The government guidelines for the the safety uh, ground authority have something called a green guide, and this green guide says what should happen with stewards, and it says stewards should be identified, what job they're doing. Well. Apart from having old jackets saying security on it, it wasn't obvious what these guys were doing. Oh, they had yellow baseball caps on. Yeah, they had yellow baseball caps on. The sign of But more importantly, if you look, they should wear visible tabards, like high-vis tabards. They weren't doing that. They should have their names on there. Uh, Hey, hey, this is the main one. They should be readily identified by a number. Now, the the biggest problem seems to be they had no numbers on them to identify them. They, when like you see they, they didn't force. have any of those things on their arms either, the, their ID cards on and their picture. Well, I don't know if you saw the other picture and people are getting mixed up between them. There was another picture sent to me by Leon um, of the, the guys with those SIA sitting down. 
like doorman type sitting down amongst the crowd. Have you seen that? And the club told me afterwards they were actually club store security people. But then someone said to me, okay, so if they were watching the game, were they watching it for free? Were they on duty? Were they off duty? And if they're off duty, I shouldn't be wearing it. They're not allowed to wear those those uh, SIA badges on their own. The whole thing is just, you know, in, uh, after the game, that they, it turns out that they, you know, they put that physical barrier now, yeah, between uh, on both sides. So yeah. even if you walk all the way around the stadium, you can't get through to put in Mill Lane. You can't. No, you can't get through because they block it both sides and even the other bridges. They're stopping you from yeah, going well, back to they it. They needed okay? to, to be able to do that, didn't they? So they basically physically stopped us as a, as a home fan from going home the way that we come in. Yeah. So all we, our only option really is to walk all the way around the ground, join the back of the queue to Stratford and have a 45-minute walk back to Stratford and join the back of the queue and try and get on a train. So what they've done there is, is basically fucked us, basically, from being in that position where we are. So we decided... We're we yeah. decided on Saturday that we were going to just wait and see how long it takes, yeah? So I went and sat down back in my seat after yeah. the game. George went to get himself a drink. I got kicked out of the ground after five minutes after the game because I was just sat in my seat doing nothing. Yeah, they want to go asked, home, Yeah, they, they kicked me out of the Come ground. Come on, want to go home. you got home so to, then go I had to, to go to. I went back into there. We went out and spoke to these people at this physical barrier. And he said, and all they kept saying, all the stewards kept saying, how long is a piece of string, mate? We don't know how long it's going to be. How long is a piece of string? We saw someone from the London Stadium bollock one of the stewards because there was people standing there smoking near the ground, the, the doors. He told her to do one and said, why are you calling me out here I'm to sort that out because I'm trying to sort all this out. The police were saying, yeah, it's a joke what's going on here. It's a joke. They were, we're sorry for you. The police were saying that. Yeah. And I said to him, look, if we want to get out of it, if this is the way it's going to be now from now on and if we need to get somewhere after the game... With a big, you know, because so sometimes you have to get home, don't you? Sometimes yeah. you can't spend another. You'd have to leave early, wouldn't you? Sometimes you can't wait another hour. Can't yeah. well, this another. Is, this is like what else we discovered. We said to them, "When does this barrier physically go up?" He said, "At half time." Whoa! So at half time, you're not allowed out. After well half you time, you could walk round the internal bit, I suppose. Yeah, but you, you can't. Could. Still can't get to put in Mill Lane, Sean. That's oh, you still saying. can't get to put in it's Mill Lane. It's blocked either side. That's wrong. So you still have to queue at Stratford or yeah. break the rules of the club and walk around the inside of the ground. Yeah, but I don't know if you are breaking rules. The other, the other thing I'll say about this is, I, I mean, obviously, you're, you're getting on a bit and you've obviously got a bad back and a girdle, but there, are <laughs> but there are other problems. One guy who wrote to me, and I did an article on it, was an, had an 80-year-old elderly father who had to walk all the way around. Well, there were people standing with us. And 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And, and did you hear about the disabled people? Yeah. He, he said, uh, you know, 80 year old in the cold, it's ridiculous. The disabled people had to wait over an hour because the um, it was closed. You know, the um, car park's closed, obviously, because the loop road's now closed. But also, the uh, accessibility buses weren't running because of this, this extra security and everything yeah. else. So apparently they had to wait, I mean, somebody said, well over an hour for the accessibility. So all these disabled people, best stadium for disabled people in the whole of the land. Had to wait over an hour well, you know, before uh, the, their buses are allowed in to pick them up now to take them back to Stratford. From a, a personal, selfish point of view, there are times when we go to football, even when we were at the bowling, we used to say, look, we, on, we needed to get back for something. Yeah, yeah. And we used to get out of there, bang on the whistle, and yeah. get a different it's route, wrong. a bus to here, to there, to there. It's wrong. Now, no matter what we do... We cannot get away from that ground. It's going to take us if we just sit there and wait. It's going to take us an Maybe hour. Maybe we and should half. move to one two seven. Well, even then, you you then got the forty minute walk back to the to the ground and getting all the stop go stuff. Oh yeah, you've true. got no oh, way of avoiding. When we went the other day, actually, it wasn't too bad. When we went after the Chelsea game, um, yeah, it was still a long bad. old walk though. Maybe it'd be better if we got bands. <laughs> By it's the it's way, it is talking of that, now, it's getting to obviously me. on the Stoke game. I spoke to the police and the stadium operators. They made a big thing. No arrests, no incidents of note. But when I was speaking to you and speaking to other people, one Stoke fan obviously got ejected. I see him, yeah. He got right. at least one of we them because they, him, they yeah. sent the yellow caps up there. Yeah. Secondly, I'm told, I haven't got this confirmed, two West Ham people were ejected at half-time by those yellow caps. Whether they were identified as people that should have been banned or whether they did something else, someone said... Persistent standing. I don't know if that's true or not, but I've been told two West Ham were ejected. But then the other problems, even though police and the club were p- trying to play it down, there are there was multiple pushing and shoving and possibly assaulting between in the upper tier between the Stoke fans Stoke and the stewards. And the stewards. Again, I've got a that. picture, by the way, a close-up picture of a Stoke fan with his hand around a steward's neck. I'll say no. They, you see them flying. You see them flying. The stewards. Going across and yet into that was that an incident of note. But I've got a better one, right, that you won't know about. Wasn't reported because guess what? It's not West Ham fans. Inside the stadium concourse, and I read this on uh, yeah, a Stoke that. forum, right? Yeah. You know about it. Yeah, one, one Stoke fan headbutted the other He headbutted him, right, while he was drinking, apparently because he had a, a, a southern accent. Headbutted him and then punched him twice in the face. And he, he reported this on a Stoke forum. And yet, no media reports it, no one else reports it. Because it's a Stoke fan. Have you seen that video of those guys, of the stewards laughing as they're asking them why you're taking our tickets and sending them out? Have you seen them? No. When was this? Was this at the Stoke game? Yeah. 
What? Tell me, tell me about it. Well, it's a video. Um, some bloke posted it last night, and Jack Sullivan's actually said, look, I'm going to show this to my dad. And what does it do? Tell me. It is. It's just a video. There's some guy saying, why are you ejecting us? Oh, and really? They're, and they're going, we need your ticket, because you, I, I'm not giving you my ticket. But if you don't give me my ticket, you're going to be some for some civil whatever. And, and one of the stewards is saying it, and the other one, you can see him laughing. Not yeah. smiling. Yeah. Are, they, are they stewards or stewards? No, they're stewards. I will have a look at that. I'll investigate that. And that'll be up on Claret and Hugh later. You were right on the ball, weren't you? you? Yeah, well, I missed that. Why didn't you tell me that? You told me about Pyatt. You didn't tell me about I can't this. feed you everything, Sean. Otherwise, I'd run your site for you. The truth. Anyway, that, anyway, that was... Um, that was our match day experience. All I'm going to say, right, banning letters. But we should say... We should say uh, it took over 20 minutes for that barrier to be lifted after the Well, it's supposed to be half an hour, so you did well. There you go. But there wasn't that many people there. They, they were well and truly gone, the Borough fans. Well and truly gone. Yeah. Stoke fans, how about them? Sorry, Stoke fans. Bor- Borough fans. <laughs> Borough fans. They'd, be, they'd be gone for a week. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Borough fans had been well gone. Yeah, they'd be well gone. It's just... It's, it's just oh, in, fact, yeah. in fact, Sunderland were after that, so Borough have been gone like three weeks. Um, anyway... The banning letters, as I say, I got approached by some youngsters who've been banned and they got this letter, I'm sure you've seen it, saying you've been banned for the rest of the season for antisocial behaviour. But there seems to be a a bit of lack of clarity what the antisocial behaviour is. What constitutes a ban? Man United have a clear section of what you can do and what ban you would get. What do Arsenal do? Because that's what we've copied, everything. Well, Arsenal don't do anything. Man United probably stand alone. Oh. In being clear, what you get a written warning for, what you get a, a, stay, a free match ban for, what you get a full s- season ban. Now, I don't know the people that have been banned, and I can't vouch for them. But it, I, I do worry this number, as I said on Radio 5, 200 sounds a very round number to say. We're banning 200 people. Well, if you, if you a watched, very round number. If you indeed. watch Football Focus, yeah. they did a report live from the ground. And he said before the game that West Ham have actually banned over 200 No, people. it's not true. Well, I've, s- it's, it's I've on spoken the to someone at the club and they're saying they haven't banned up 200. It's under that. And, and they're struggling to find people who they are because they don't have a national database uh. of all the photographs. Do they have your photo? I don't know. Do they have photos of, of 52,000 I, I don't think they got my photo. They took photos of us at the uh, centre, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Did. I'm sure they're not going through... I did have a West Ham scarf on and a chest But where are those pictures, by the way? I don't know. I just think think um, Karen Brady should resign, Sean. All all I'll say, I I hear there were some songs about her. Um, There's a Brady Out account now as well. Is there? Yeah? Yeah, Twitter account. Uh, Did you set it up? No. Um, So, with these banning people, look, I don't want to... I want to protect people that threw missiles or chairs or broke the law. But if people are going to be innocently, you know, for, um, punished and banned, who were singing or, you know, stood up or whatever, I think that is completely wrong and I will fight for their rights. And therefore, if you have been banned oh, and you want some <laughs> advice, contact us here at the podcast and we, we'll put you in touch with either the Football Supports Federation or uh, we, we'll give you some advice on, on what your rights are and what you can do because... It just seems wrong. It seems a persecution for the sake of the media of, you know, let's blame people. I know two people have had bans overturned. One of them wasn't even in the stadium at the time and they got banned. The other one was accused of fighting. He got put on police bail. 
He's only just had his case overturned. He's just got his season ticket back. But he had to go through four months of, you know, being publicly shamed. He got his season ticket back. Will I he get any compensation? No. So they need to make sure they've got the right people. They need I would to say if anyone got banned this weekend, yeah. anyone got banned from that, that move, from that 114 move, that they should, anyone who got banned there, you should get everyone together and do whatever you can. Yeah. Well, also, I think there should be a clear appeal process. By the way, it's everyone's right to ask, under data protection, to ask for your CCTV footage if you get accused of saying. And it just seems to me that it's all a bit woolly on exactly. And and uh, I'm sure you know where the ground regulations are and your terms and conditions are, don't oh, you, John? Of course Because when, when you entered a contract with West Ham, they told you all about uh, that. They gave you a list of your terms and conditions, didn't it's they? It's all driven by Karen Brady's need to be seen to be doing stuff that she should have done when she brought us into this ground a long time ago. And she really, she even that stuff, She you see that retweet she'd done about the we didn't win the game, but we were the winners because there was no trouble. She well retweeted she that. She yeah. backtracked on that though, didn't she? Yeah, she said, I just retweeted, yeah, but it was, it's unnecessary. The stuff that she, she doesn't help herself and she is accountable I for the farce of this move. She well, is right. the one Well, I'm, I'm going to be so harsh. I'm going to say that sh she should possibly keep her mouth shut at the moment, like the two chairmen are, but I would say a lot of responsibility has to be on the shoulders of the public owners and the stadium operators. They can't hide behind yeah, it. It's you, club, you, club, club, yeah, club, absolutely. club. Absolutely, I agree. they disorganised. I agree, but they run a, a, a stadium, a facility. They facilitate a stadium. It's down to West Ham's liaising with them to make it into a football stadium for our needs. And True. the person who is responsible for that is Karen Brady. One thing I'm going to say about, one last thing I'm going to say about this, and it will be on a future one. I have now, I've been fighting for four months to get the minutes to what's called the Safer Advisory Group. And Newham has done everything possible not to give me these minutes. I've got a full 12 months of minutes, and I can see the fiasco that led up to the safety certificate and the ca capacity, etc. I'm not going to reveal anything at the moment. Oh, was that what you emailed over to me? That's some information right. Some about. real dynamite stuff well, in those I minutes. Gonna I wasn't going to read through. Yeah. I didn't even know what it was. They're the safety advisory. And I've been battling with Newham Council for four months to get hold of them. So there's some interesting stuff in there. Oh, well, I look forward to that. Right. Enough whinging. A WISA update, please, Sean. Well, um, yeah. Um, the new West Ham United Independent Support Association has now been formed. Mm. Um, it was something I was joint chair of a while back, but I resigned, fell on my sword, and they had a new committee um, put together on um, on Saturday. It's all about you. Um, Paul <laughs> Christmas is now the new interim joint chair, and uh, I wish them all the the the, the best <laughs> because they are. They're they've got a name to get 2,000 members, and once they get 2,000 members, they're going to hold elections again to have a new committee. So if you see their Facebook group, um, join them, because as soon as they get 2,000 members, they're going to fight for the rights to for party. the stadium. And uh, are you going to join, boys? I'm not on Facebook, Sean. That's a good point. They are getting <laughs> a website up and running soon. <laughs> uh, okay, is that it? I think that's it. Okay. And the only other thing is I'm going with that new chair to the police. So tomorrow, uh, no, not on Wednesday night, we're meeting with Metropolitan Police Commander uh, with the chair of the West Ham Supporters Advisory Board, 
uh, sorry, the West Ham United Independent Supporters Association with a member of the SAB and um, Chelsea Supporters Trust to do a debrief on the whole Chelsea game. And the police have promised us they're going to give us a full and frank account of what went right and what went wrong and what the lessons were learned. And the stadium operators have promised they're going to be there too as well. So the stadium uh, officer, a chap called Steve Riley, and uh, the commercial director will be there to give accounts. Whether the club will turn up, I don't know. They have been invited. Well, can um, you find out for us, again, yeah. for a personal point of view, if that is going to be a permanent exit for that and that's going to happen after question. every game? Because obviously if you have got things planned in the evening, you can then... I will say that. Choose, I said sometimes, John... choose to, to go sell on. your ticket or not because if I've got to get out of there quickly, there's yeah. no point going. But also... Could you, if that is to be the case, yeah, that that is yeah. going to be there all the time, can you ask them to have somebody on the ground who actually knows what's going on? Yeah. When people say to them, how long is this going to be, mate? Don't turn there and just say, it's how long's a piece of string. No one knows. No one knows. Yeah, we... we and maybe get them to talk to their superiors as well, because... Yeah. Uh, one of, as Dad said, one of the stadium staff came out and had a go at him about something else. Well, and you said about smoking. That didn't was you? embarrassing. Yeah, it that was, was embarrassing for them. It was a young lady with a London stadium lanyard, um, lanyard on, and she called one of the head stewards over. She asked for the supervisor. She, got, she called. She got the policeman to go and get him, and he was busy dealing with people who were moaning and groaning at everyone. How long is this going to be up for, mate? How long we we need to get our cars down there? We need to get to disable this. We need yeah, yeah. And he was dealing with all this, and they, he had to come over and see it. And she basically told him off in front of everyone. That's awful. Well, do you know when when we were at the Chelsea game, your friend, who remained nameless, who came with us, um, was allowed to smoke inside the concourse. He was. Stuart told him he could. Yeah, he went up to it. He said, "Where can I smoke, mate?" He said, "You can smoke in here." So how how inconsistent is that at the Chelsea game? There were people, there were lots of other people yeah. were smoking inside the concourse. And you go, yeah, you can smoke here, mate. And yet, what was is this? That, is Where that were they smoking? Is that an actual thing? No, it can't can. be. It can't be allowed. But that's what he got told. We saw him, yep. didn't we? So where was this person smoking that they got told they, off? They, she was, was moaning about people standing because the gates had opened. First well, of all, yeah. the first question she asked was, who opened these gates? It's all the doors. Right, you so know the, the glass doors? doors. Yeah, the yeah, doors yeah. to exit the stadium. Who yeah. opened these doors? And the steward was like, what? what do you mean? The get matches finished. Well, who opened the doors? Control opened the doors, he said. <laughs> and she said, well, you do know you've got people smoking in and around the doors and the gates. And he went, are you seriously calling me over here now to talk to me about this? <laughs> and she was like, you need to you need to sort it out. And she just walked, turned around and gave up. And then I said to her, "Yeah, Can you, have you got any idea how long this is going to be here? said, no, I haven't, I'm afraid. You'll have to ask a steward. Did you get I a number? Next time, get a number. I said, I have asked a steward. That none of them have got a clue. She goes, I'm sorry, that's nothing to do with me. And walked off. I, won I wonder whether it was the boss. Yeah, what, what, she didn't, it wasn't Linda Lennon, was it? She no, had blonde hair? So. No. Um, they, uh, they never stop people smoking those electronic cigarettes either, do they? No. I know, they keep on saying you're not allowed to... They got rid of the bins and the... In the no... Um, you know where you can take your drink. Yeah, no yeah. bins now. You know where you can take. You can go in and lean up yeah, against yeah. a railing and look, yeah, look, take down, the bins look away. down onto the trampolines areas. Yeah, <laughs> all the bins around there are all gone. There's nowhere to fray. Anyway, anyway, it's not it's trampoline podcast. It's time for <laughs> this.
It's Facebook Twitter Question Time. Uh, it's where we ask you, the listener, to get in touch with us. Podcast at facebook.com forward slash more than just a podcast or on Twitter at more TGA podcast. Sean put a thing up there earlier saying discuss our iconic and magnificent stadium. Magnificent stadium under our amazing goal scoring team. <laughs> Come along and be merry to discuss and ask questions. <laughs> you on form, were you, Sean? Yeah, I was on form. He was having a great time. Yeah, I was laughing as I wrote it, by were the you? way. Yeah. I bet you were. To uh, Mark Scott says, has the time come to try someone different in Noble's position? He slows down every counter-attack with a sideways or backwards pass. Yes. Yes. I agree. I think there's Who so though? many games you can hold him there for. You could change the team around. You could bring Chiarty back in the middle. Oxford. Yeah. Reese Oxford. Yeah. Good, good Lewis Trout says, four wins in the next four games, four clean sheets, Zaza hat-trick against Spuds and no more injuries. <laughs> Well, you started it with the sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Touche. Ogan Lana says, nice to see Fletcher get some game time. Hopefully the popcorn effect has worn off for the team. How is Tony Martinez doing? Is he still playing in the... Uh, I think he's still playing in Premier League 2. He was scoring. He was scoring, but I... Did he get injured? I, I don't bother reading uh, the reports on that because it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Mike Bullen says, Andy Carroll on the move to China. How realistic is it? Any truth in that? Well, I think I think they would like to be. That'd be I mean, good out, wouldn't it? It'd be yeah, good out I mean, for everyone. I mean, would would China take him? Yes. So twenty He's made out of China, right? China hey. doll. Yeah. So twenty million, and he gets three hundred grand a week. Is that likely? Possible. But rea- in reality, would he want to move him and his child and his? Um, I think it's probably safer there than it is for him. Uh, and what's his name? Uh, what, uh, Billy Mucklow. He might do China. What's his name? He might what's his name? He might do now. I, I'm not sure about moving his, his family uh, to China. Safety issues. Yeah. Um, do you believe that? Yeah, I do. Do you? It doesn't surprise me either. Do you believe it? We or do you think it was a bit exaggerated? We were saying that on the way in. Cause didn't he drive past us on the yeah, way in? Yeah, he did. We were saying that on the way in. We were walking through from Pudding Mill Lane. What? I'm surprised it hasn't happened more often to people because they're so. Do you not believe it? Do you not think they're so in the public eye? I think the fact that Slav and Billich. Why are you smiling? Do you I'm know? not. I'm not. I'm not saying anything because because otherwise I could be held for libel. Stuff. Anyway, let's move on. Greg Milker says Stokes Stokes Bardsley called the linesman a see you next Tuesday, and told him to f off on Saturday and didn't receive any kind of booking. What is it the players are saying that does get them a yellow? It just they, it's not what they're saying or not saying it. They just couldn't say it for the first two games of the season. It looked like looks like that whole and thing they sort of relaxed that. Gone well yeah, they the I have heard that they've done that. I mean, if you call him, if you if you call a referee probably a cheating bastard, then they're going to probably go against that. If you're if you're calling them crooked or whatever, but you know, a swear word all part of the game and nowadays. Gary Prince says there's a load of stewards going into the lower tier corner area at the Stoke match. What was the purpose of this? Well, we touched on this a little bit. It was the 114s that had been moved. Yeah, I there, mean, did and they, they were all standing. Well, yeah, they're standing. Apparently, I, again, I spoke to um, Leon Hyde. Um, he said, because he was in 127, he said the police said carry on standing. They didn't make them sit at all. He said the stewards did ask them to sit, but didn't enforce it. So. Um, but it I think what they did is go down there and, and just make a presence. And they intimidated and, and also the, the police, the, the block the view, yeah, because yeah. you saw that. Yeah. The police were blocking the view and get, yeah. get out of here. 
Nice. Nigel Khan says, down. has the time come to acknowledge West Ham has died, playing out lifeless in a coffin stadium with puppet masters sitting like Caesars. Oh, this, this is... This while is their vision of Rome crumbles. Right, this, this is... This time is for Brutus to sink the knife and save what's left. This is Nigel sitting there going, I told you so. I warned you. I warned you. I told you this would happen. We bumped into him on the way out, didn't we? As, yeah. as Dad was asking the re for a refund. Asking the steward for a refund. Nigel Khan. Did, you, did you ask for a refund? I said, well, if I've got to do this every week, mate, can I have my money back? What was he saying? You have to write to the world. Whatever. Yeah, that's a good point. I will ask the club that question, right? If we've got 55,000 people waiting for the season ticket, it must be easy to get old rid of them. So therefore, why can't you have a refund? I will ask that point. Are you I'd serious? Do you want a refund? I would consider it. Be honest with you, I, I, w I wouldn't want to sell my ticket on Ticket Trader every week because I wouldn't want to then them owe me money because I'd never get it. Yeah, true. So you won't ever get it. I will never get it if I don't renew next season. That's me done it. I never yeah. have a load of my money. Yeah, true. But I don't know. I'd consider a refund as well, Sean. To be okay, honest. all right. I'll ask the club. I'd just pick and choose the games you want to go to and try and get tickets for away games. Yeah. Steve Chris says, "Is it time for Randolph to step up, Adrian?" Although, and I've just clicked the wrong button. Adrian, although, has made important saves. He has made some mistakes. Yeah, I, I think it's... I at think it's least give... Um, I think it's worth a go. Randy a go. As long as he doesn't get drunk and go to that pizza place in Shoreditch. And then he asks, any views on 114? We've covered that. I'm just looking just at Twitter. Justice for the 114. Why are we look at Twitter? Justice for the 114. Sorry? Why are we waiting for to look at Twitter? Yeah. Uh, cool. There's nothing on Twitter. Um, the pirate thing I showed you, I sent We've you. We've got pie. Not for much longer. It looks to me like he's going to France in January. What, just from the winky thing? Just winky from what sign. I, from what I've read and looked at since, I believe that he'll be going to France right, so I in January. I spoke to the club this morning, right? Can I read you something and tell you what they said, right? This will be exclusive. If I can get my password right on my phone. We can hear you getting it wrong. Um, you can hear the vibration. It's wrong, isn't it? <laughs> so this is what I got told this morning. Can you talking to your microphone, please, Sean? Yeah, sorry. So let me just get it right. Here we go. Enthralling. Great radio. Had a translator watching for us. He said, Dimmy said some nice things to begin with about the song. Then under fairly relentless questioning about his future, he said he had it ambitious and wouldn't rule out anything. Then he said, however, at the moment, he isn't thinking about that, but rather focusing on how to improve the league position of West Ham United. So there you go. That, that's what I got from the club well, this morning when see I asked the question. I personally wouldn't blame the man, because if he's been sold a project, he's, he, he must look to all, of, all the players they brought in in the summer, which have, none of them have improved the team. We were out of Europe very quickly, so he's not even in Europe. I wouldn't blame the man if he went away. He's... What's he, 29 now or 30? 29. He's 29 years old. He could be on 350 grand a week somewhere and playing in the Champions League, and I wouldn't yeah. blame him. So I'm going to ask you one question on this, because we're just about to do a poll on Clarence Hugh. West Ham are being... Really? Yeah. We'll do a poll. We're going to do a poll. It's West Ham are being accused of having become a one-man team, too reliant on Dimitri Payet. The player has left his future open in a recent interview do you think we should cash in and hin in on him right now or continue to build the team around him? Yes or no, George? 
Well, you sort of it's a bit of a question stupid question. You, you've asked two questions in a yes or no. You've answered an open. You've asked an open-ended question and then you've given one us closed answers. Question with a All yes right. Or no. So my question is: Should do we what? believe we should cash into him? Cash into him. Cash in on him. Should we sell him <laughs> in January, or shall we continue to build the team around him? I yes or no? Answer the bloody <laughs> question. Just done it again. I would should we? Should we cash in on him? I would yes keep no? him. I would keep him if he wants to stay. Simple as. If he wants to leave, Not take the, question, the money. Should you answer the question, George. Should we sell him in January? No, not if we, what if we can't. What if we if can't, we don't have to, if he it. wants to stay, keep him. If he wants to go, cash in on him. Right. Get as much as you can and don't begrudge him it because, you know, what the club have done since we this summer and the way we are, he deserves better than what we've got. If we, if we get 50 million for him, we should get him. Anyway, we've probably droned That's on. That's it for podcast. We need to do pr- podcast. Uh, predictions. predictions for Spurs. And I, this will be my last podcast for a while because I'm missing... Not only the international break, but I'll be away for two Mondays on the trot. So oh, so we we will be. It will be. Wow, at least we know. Maybe we should get a guest. Yeah, should we bring a guest in? Yeah, who maybe should we bring? Maybe you should uh, Nigel, Nigel, Nigel play Cole. around with it. Huh? Play around with it. See if you can get uh, yeah. to do the jingles. And we should get. Um, I think. Who should we get? Anyway, anyway, we think about that. Nigel Khan. Um, yeah, we could do. I don't think he comes to Surrey though. Does he not? No, he doesn't go south of the river. He's a Cockney, not a Mockney. Um, Prediction for Spurs. I'm going for two. Anyone going? I'm on holiday, which is why I can't do the podcast. Where are you going? Uh, America. Oh, very nice. West Coast. Um, Spurs away. We're going to get beat 1 0. I went for two, John. I'm going to go for. You say we're going to get beat 2 0. I'm going to go 1 1. Wow. Draw. I think we're going to get a pen. There you we go. We haven't had a pen. Tottenham have had like well penalties in the foot or something. Apple pen, pineapple pen. Thanks, John. Thank you, John. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Monty's podcast. Podcast. I've been George. Sean has been. Yeah. John has been moaning. And uh, I won't be back, but will the podcast will be back yeah, after the international break? Yeah. Thanks for listening. Go, you irons. Come on, you irons. Uh, Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 